But let's start with the fitness. Just obviously, I know it's so many games in such a short period of time. How are the boys? How are the short-term and long-term injuries of the of the whole squad? So um, we potentially going to be missing one of the guys uh, tomorrow evening from, from the game. Just gone there again. It's been a quick turnaround, so we'll see exactly where we're at uh, come match day. Um, in terms of the longer-term injuries, um, the sick guys that we've got are injured. I'd be, I'd be very surprised if we saw any of them back in in this next batch of games. I think we've got. 10 games coming up right until up and around Christmas and just and just after that. So if we've seen any of them back before, then I'd be very surprised. I was just speaking to Adam earlier and he was talking about that same congestion of games. Um, with the short turnaround that was this season as well, you as a manager, do you kind of take extra consideration now when you're thinking about muscular injuries and fatigue and players in the red zone more than anything else? It's a great question, JD. I think you have to. I think it's it's obviously been a topic that's been well discussed uh, right at the top end of the game in recent weeks. Um, we are seeing more soft tissue injuries. There's no doubt about that. And of course, there's many. There's always many reasons to any injury, and, and any injury that we get, we take it very seriously. We look at it ourselves. We look at the training. We look at the recovery. Of course, I think one of the biggest things which people have probably not got to grips with yet is you know we're two seasons rolled into one. Uh, I've said it before with. The boys had a two-week break at the end of last season and then they were straight back into pre-season training. And um, certainly in the Championship, it, it, as you've said there, we've just come out of one relentless schedule. We've had an international break, which was, of course, hugely interrupted due to the positive COVID test that we got. And now we're into, as I say, another 10, 11 games in really short space of time. So, of course, while numbers are low for us, we've, we've got to manage the loading training. Uh, it's as simple as that. We, we want to put the players out on the pitch well prepared for every game but at the same time we've got to be a little bit careful with the amount of training that they're doing in between games so I think looking back to pre-season it was really important for us to, to nail down exactly the way that we wanted to play the system um, the style that we play with and without the ball and um, when you don't get a lot of preparation time in between games um, that always bodes well. Upon reflection that uh, sort of COVID outbreak that happened with the members of staff and the players you as a manager you had to think very quickly on your feet how do you kind of look at the adjustments that were made in that period of time and how are obviously some of the players doing as well? Well, we're just coming out of that. Uh, Hanno Masengo rejoined the squad uh, in the last couple of days, uh, having um, had some symptoms last week and wasn't able to be in the squad against, uh, against Derby. So again, we'll, I don't think we'll know in the early weeks how the guys have recovered. Some of the ones that were, were quite poorly at the beginning, it's really nice to see them all back training, doing what they love. I think that's the biggest thing in all of it. Uh, for us to get a result like we did on the back of the interruption was huge for everybody. I think it gave everybody a real lift and added to the spirit that we've got. Um, for me, JD, it's just around getting the the facts simple as that, and then and then relaying them as as clearly as I can to to the players and the staff around me, and making sure everybody's aware of exactly where we're at, uh, the plans, um, which changed daily. To be honest with you, when we were going to train, when then we weren't allowed to. It's just getting the information out as quickly as I can, and as I say, being on the end of a phone, on the end of a Zoom. Uh, if people need to ask a question. From a managerial perspective, how pleased were you to see, I mean, the run of form that you're on at this moment in time is, is brilliant, but those sort of circumstances are so unique. And to see sort of the tenacity and determination that was shown by your team to still get another victory, how do you kind of reflect on that? And what does that kind of say about where your squad is mentally at this moment? Yeah, I think, it, I think you're right. I think it's huge credit um, to the players that went out there and, and got the result. Uh, they wouldn't have been able to do that without the way that they've been prepared by the, the staff behind the scenes, as I say, even going back to protocols around training grounds. We had a guy from the Public Health England here on Friday doing an audit of the training ground and 
you know, all that work behind the scenes enables the players to then go out in, in front of the lights on the stage, so to speak, and, and do what they're paid to do. And uh, everybody's pulling together. And as I said there, I think looking back on it, it's, it's adding to the spirit of the, of the, of the group. There's no doubt about that. Um, what we have to keep doing now is keep focusing on that next challenge because, you know, in, in a matter of days, we've got Watford arriving, who have got a squad packed full of Premier League players still. Uh, and he's always the next challenge. You can never really take your eye off the, off the next one because it comes so quickly. But certainly, uh, where we're at at the moment, 12 games in, we're three months into the job. Um, I'm pretty pleased. Speaking of the Watford team, I actually spoke to Vladimir Ebert this morning. Um, now I'm speaking to yourself. Just It's good to kind of get the contrasting managers, I say, on any sort of match day, especially a big day. But how, how do you kind of go into that game and what's your preparations now and your thought process? Well, I'm pleased it's been sort of a little bit back to normal this week. We've had a, a good session on Monday, uh, the same this morning, real good prep session. Numbers are still limited, of course, but a um, little bit more back to normal. So that, that's been pleasing. Um, as I say, the focus is always on that next one. We go into every game aiming to win. You know, we'll put a team out there which we feel, um, as I say, can go against the, the strengths of the opposition, but certainly we're, we're looking at key areas of the pitch of where we can hurt them as well. So, as I say, under no illusions, JD, this... The championship, any points to, are hard to come by in the championship. There's no, there's no two ways about that. And um, if you take your eye off the ball, then you, you'll, you'll quickly get whacked around the head. So um, it's making sure everybody stays grounded. Um, some of the players are getting some, some good headlines at the moment, which is, which is great because it shows how well that we're doing. At the same time, you know, let's make sure that full focus is, uh, is on this next one because very quickly after that one, we've got another one Saturday lunchtime. Yeah, the turnaround is so quick and I do want to bring you some more obviously positive news because that lunchtime game on Saturday could look very different with the fans potentially coming back in now. You as a manager, obviously I know how difficult it's probably been to adjust without the fans there to give you that extra 10%, but how excited are you with the potential of their return? Hugely excited about having our fans back with us at Ashton Gaze, no doubt about that. I'm, I'm also very nervous um, and waiting on this announcement on Thursday uh, of what tier that we're going to be in because everybody's now getting excited and if obviously if you go into to tier three then it could potentially take that away from us so again we'll have to see it's going to be an interesting couple of days uh, we'll all be wait, waiting by the, the television screens on sometime on Thursday don't know what time the announcement is um, but certainly it's moving in the right direction you know cast your minds back to three four five months ago you know this is moving in the right direction now the, the, the whole idea of supporters coming back into the stadium seems a little bit alien at the moment because we're so used to, to seeing empty grounds. So, um, fingers crossed that, that we're in Tier 1 or Tier 2, um, as I say there. And, um, you know, the, the quicker we can get the fans back in, the better. Not just for the supporters themselves, uh, for the players, of course, and, and for the guys that, you know, work around the stadium as well. That's a huge part of their life as well. So, no, really looking forward to this, uh, this next couple of days. Dean, always a pleasure to catch up with you, mate, and good luck tomorrow. Cheers, JD. Take care, mate. Hiya, Dean. Have you watched back uh, Saturday's game at all? And have you got any further thoughts on that match? Some of the fans asked if um, it was the game plan to let Derby have more of the ball because they, they did dominate possession a bit. Yeah, of course. I've always watched the game back and um, pretty similar to how I felt post-game, Gregor, to be honest with you. I think um, Derby had a, a lot of possession, as you say. They're a, they're a team that's been working... Certainly under Philip Cocker previously, they enjoy having the ball. Um, we knew um, certain parts of the pitch that we didn't want them to have the ball in. And I think, I think we, 
we negated that threat really well, I think. Wygon's had a decent shot from the edge of the box early on that Bents has saved. Other than that, I don't think there's been a lot of action around our goal. Um, as I say, Greg, it was about making sure that when we uh, got the opportunity that we could go and hurt them. And I was really pleased with the goal. I think Pato's found a great ball around the corner to, to Antoine, uh, who, who was continuing to run in that late in the game. And uh, as I said, it was a real good pick out from Antoine to Fab and, and a brilliant goal to win the game. It was... Um, as I said before, I don't think it was ever going to be a you know a five nil home victory against because Derby are bottom of the league and, and we've been doing okay. I think, it's, as I said before, points are hard to come by in in, in any game. And um, you know, I've talked about the circumstances going into that game. I'm not going to mention it again now. I think overall, it was um, the game plan. I think it was, uh, as I say, the result. I think now I was really pleased. Yeah, great win. Um, did you you only had eight subs on the bench? Could you have had another person on there? Were you tempted to call up a young player at all, or was it a case that you couldn't? Yeah, I think we've we've had to look at this right the way through, and um, you know, we've, it's, it's been almost impossible to sort of bring a couple of under twenty three players up for for say one or two training sessions because we might need some numbers and then allow them to go back because of the bubble, of course. So that's why we decided to bring Riley and, and Opie with us and, and keep them with us. Um, we obviously expected uh, Han Noah to, to be in and around the squad for the Derby game and, and he wasn't. So we knew that he'd be in the next one, which he is. And uh, hence the reason why we just went with, with the subs that we did on Saturday. And um, Sixth assist of the season for Antoine Semenyo. Do, do you think he's played a little bit better in that wider role? Do you think he suits that a little bit more? Well, six assists, I think he's fantastic for, for any player. And... Um, you know, he's making some chances for himself as well and he's growing in confidence. We're really pleased with, with where he's at at the moment. I think you say that wide role. I think, it, you know, in the last two games, we've, we've gone with that 4-3-3. Um, he's not played as, a, as an old-fashioned winger. He's certainly played as, as a narrow forward linking up with, with Chris Martin. I think Naki Wells on the other side. So, you know, you look at some of the runs he's making uh, on the, in that inside channel. Um, it's a huge threat that he's got when he, when he squares people up and he's got the ball at his feet or with grass in front of him, he's, he's going to be a danger to anybody in this division. So, uh, no, he's done really, he's done really great. He's, uh, he's learning, as I say, from the experienced guys around him and, uh, and he's making the most of the opportunities that he's got. It was great to see Famer Jeju smiling again, first goal of the season. Um, he said after the game that his new contract might be close. Is, it, is that how you see it as well? Well, it's great to hear that he's... He clearly feels that his future is with Bristol City. I think that's a testament to uh, to everybody at the club, really, that makes him feel so welcome. He's, he's a huge part of our squad. He clearly feels part of it, even though he's not started, um, you know, recent weeks. Um, he's impacting the game from from the bench or from the start, and that's that's so so pleasing as, as the head coach. So, no talks are ongoing uh, with Mark, and as I've said right from day one, Mark's uh, got real good relationships with the with his agent. So. Uh, them talks are ongoing and, uh, as I say, really great to hear that, that Fam feels uh, so happy at the club. I know I asked you about this in the last pre-game press conference, but one thing fans are really eager to get a bit of clarity on is um, the Joe Williams and Liam Walsh situation. So I think you've just basically said you're not, you're not expecting them back really before Christmas now. Um, whereas previously, of course, it, it sounded like they weren't too far away. And I think even the club pictured them at one point in on the grass. Um, is it a case then that they've had setbacks and with Joe Williams, did he arrive at the club with an injury or did he get injured in that? Um, I think there was a behind closed doors game he played in. 
Yeah, as I said from right from the beginning, Gregor, with, with the injuries, I've not, I've tried not to be too smart or, or too secretive around it. I think there was a there was a period where both of them were were a number of weeks, you know, a couple of weeks away, and, and they were moving in the right direction. And as I've said before, every injury is different. You you have a pathway um, and a timescale on return, and it doesn't always go to plan. It's simple as that. And yeah, these guys have um, yeah, it's not gone according to plan. Uh, I can only be as honest as that. And um, you know, the important thing is that they're working hard in the background. It's it's frustrating, of course, for not just myself and, and, and the rest of the staff, but certainly the players themselves uh, and obviously our supporters who are really excited about seeing Walsh coming back into the squad, having had a great long last year. And obviously, Joe Williams was a really big signing for us in the summer, which I was, you know, my first signing. I was delighted to bring him in. The truth is he got injured on his first day. He didn't come to the club injured. Um he did a light session and, and just felt something. Uh, he'd had a period of time before joining the club where he was at Wigan, but he wasn't really training with their first team. He was in, in that in-between kind of with the fitness coaches. And um, as I say, he picked up a, a little niggle and he, he's, he's just not recovered, as I say, uh, either of them in the timescale that we would want it to. So, um, as I say, hugely frustrating, of course, but I would be surprised if we seen them back this side of Christmas, if I'm being totally honest. And... Um, I think it's important now, as I say, that they keep their minds right. It's difficult. Um, I think if you look at, if you compare it to maybe one of the other guys that's had a longer-term injury, like a, well, I could go through all of them. They've all got longer-term injuries, but I think that's you've got to get your head around the idea of being out for a longer term. I think with Walshy and, and with Joe, nobody expected to take this long, so uh, that takes time to get your head around as well because you, you always think you're a week or two away, and then it, you know, when am I actually going to be back? So. As I say, the frustration is there for everybody, but the main thing is that when they come back, that they're nice and robust and ready to come back into the squad and, and compete for places and affect this team in uh, in that second part of the season. Thanks, Dean. Just finally, how's your Serbian? Because you uh, faced two Serbian managers in a within a week. Obviously, Vladimirovic coming up, and then Veliko Paunovic, I think it is at the weekends with Reading. So, um, yeah. Maybe maybe stretching yourself. I don't know. Do you know much about those guys? It's not as good as my Spanish, my Serbian, I have to be honest. Um, no, I think it's great to see, um, as I say, guys coming into a new job and and, uh, and giving it a go. It's uh, whether they're young English coaches like myself, whether they're more experienced. I think we've seen today Steve McLaren's gone into Derby. He's more of a technical director role. There's, there's a few foreigners in and around. That's the beauty of the championship. Um, you don't quite know what you're going to come up against next and uh, it's always a challenge um, for everybody as I say Gregor it, the, the, the focus for me is on the players it's on, on our group of players going out competing against the Watford group of players it's not me against against their manager of course he's tactically we'll have to look at him and, and the, the way that he approaches games of course if they're winning if they're losing tactical ideas within game but for me the focus is, is very much on our players Thanks Dean good luck Thank you